Warning, the following podcast show that you're about to listen to will include explicit language and content in which you, the members of the audience, may find offensive. Audience discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of the Kim Wang Podcast Experience. Yeah, boy. Where anything and everything is a subject matter on the show and no subject matter is ever taboo. Damn, that's what's up, my G. And now, your host with the most, Mr. Kim Wang. Bro, am I getting paid for this? Yo, what is going on, ladies and gentlemen of the jury? How the heck are you? This is your boy, Kim Huang, the Asian sensation, rocking out another episode of the Kim Huang Podcast Experience, currently right now in the Asian sensation studios in the greater Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. For all my uh, fellow people that live in the D.C. area, I just have to say, Enjoy the weather while we still have it, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, come this time and a few days from now, it's not going to be pleasant at all. So if you're trying to catch that last minute tan or just get that vitamin D from the, you know, the energy of the sun, I suggest you do that about five hours ago. So, you know, what's the what's the hold up? Get 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 it cracking. You know, let's get to work. Um, Hector is actually not here, but he did drop me some notes and so forth. So, uh, to mi hermano Hector, muchas gracias mi hermano por todo. You know, that's awesome. Uh, come find me later and we will hit the taco truck. I promise you, we're going to hit the taco truck. We're going to buy about like $20 worth of tacos. It's going to be great. And I know the taco truck that you're talking about because that taco truck is the ish. Yes, yes, yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am here right now. I got my lucky um, Baltimore Ravens hat on. I got my lucky uh, American football jersey from the NFL on. I'm shaking in my boots right now as we speak because, ladies and gentlemen, I've actually been waiting for this moment right now uh, for God knows how long. And uh, I got to tell you, when I tell you right now that this interview is kind of equivalent to like interviewing Sandra Bullock, who's one of the most decorated actresses of our generation, who's also, yes, that's right, who's also, um, you know, the best actress in the Oscars, you know, no doubt. So this is the person right now that I'm interviewing right now that's that same equivalency. Ladies and gentlemen, you might know her. Um, she has a strong, strong following in TikTok. She is a strong TikTok personality. Got... 12.6 thousand followers and generating by the day and i don't know about you i'm lucky enough if i can get like 12 followers so for that hearing 12.6 thousand that's nothing to sneeze at that 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 that's respect right there that's high numbers um again coming all the way from northeast england you know what i mean uh you know representing the uk and, uh, you know, I'm very, very happy to have her aboard. Ladies and gentlemen, for the one time, for the one time, we have just Kara coming in all the way from across the pond. Kara, how are you doing, sweetheart? Hi, Kim. I'm absolutely fantastic. Like, I'm so excited to be speaking to you. Like, yeah. you are one of the best. Like, your voice is like butter i love your podcast i love you as a human being you are just absolutely fantastic darling (laughs) 
you know, I, 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 I right now, I, I kind of feel like this is a moment where, like, I'm trying not to cry because it's so awesome to talk to you. Oh my goodness! So for those like that may not, they're only thinking. I, I know some of you folks out there that have a one track mind. Um, Cara, just please explain to the world whereabouts and in, in jolly old England are you from? Because obviously, what certain people only know one thing london that's wrong so please explain the world where you call residents in the lovely uk so i'm from a little seaside town i'm right on the coast complete opposite end of the country from london but i'm from a little place called county durham and it's absolutely it's so beautiful like if you're a little bit of a tree hugger like i am and a nature child um, right on, I can see the ocean from my bedroom window. We've got a massive forest. We've got mountains that's like a 20 minute drive away. Um, so I'm just right on the northeast coast of England, a little place called County Durham. It's kind of like a lot of people have heard of Newcastle. It's just a little bit more south of Newcastle. But it, it's beautiful. Like if you're ever going to come to the UK and visit England, definitely come to the north because it's so much prettier <laughs> you know a lot I, I actually earlier um when i first heard that you were from county durham i actually looked at uh my gps on my iphone and i just said hey let's just see you know how far this is it can't be that far but according to the iphone gps it says that to go from county durham to london is about eight hours plus traveling yeah yeah if, if you're dry and that's in good traffic as well like if you've got like bad traffic which normally you do get around london it could even be like 10 hours um like i did actually study in london for a little bit um in between like you know when you leave school and then go into college or university in between mm -hmm. those years i studied in a place called the imperial college in london okay and i remember the traveling down there, I ended up having to move down there for a little bit because the travel was just impossible. But it, it's an experience. I mean, I like London. It, it's not too bad, but I like the country life. I, I like the simple things in life. Well, how does like, just out of curiosity, if somebody just said, you know what, I live in County Durham. I, I, I just wanted, you know, to jet it over to London, how does one get there besides driving? Is there like other um, alternatives of transportation? Um, I mean, you, you can take the train. Um, there's a train that runs from a city close to me, Sunderland, and it goes straight down to King's Cross, which is a little bit quicker. Um, you could fly, I suppose, which would be a lot quicker, but obviously that's a lot more expensive. Yeah. But um, the train would probably be the easiest. Like full on Harry Potter vibes. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure that we'll probably uh, talk more about some traveling and so forth in this episode. But mm. you know, I just want to start out to the genesis of things about you know uh, what Carl was like back in the day. You know, as a as a young uh, lass growing up. You know, was she a person that? Uh, you know, liked theater? Did she like sports? Did she like hanging out with people? Uh, was she a person that was full of a lot of energy and so forth? What what was what was the young Kara like back way back when? I think I've always been full of energy, full of beans. Um, I've always loved the theater. 
Um, believe it or not, though, in real life, I come across online, I come across as really confident, as super loud and super bubbly. But in real life, I'm actually really, really shy. <laughs> like, no. I, I, oh, really? I, like, honestly, I've got massive, like, anxiety problems and things. So I struggle in crowds. But I do have, like, a very small inner circle. And, like, when you're in my inner circle, that's when I start to, like, come out of my shell and like I can't I won't show up <laughs> you know it's kind of funny because when people um interact with you on TikTok and they see you and they see you do your thing they automatically think and I'm guilty by association of thinking this myself that oh wow you know Cara way back when must have been like you know such uh the outgoing person and such a you know uh, a socialite and somebody that yeah. was the life of the party and just love <laughs> you know, hanging out with, you know, people in general, because you seem to have that, you know, that positive, you know, energy and vibe about you in that, yeah. in that respect. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love people. It's just, I do get very, very shy and stuff. But right. one of the main reasons I kind of started doing the whole TikTok thing was in between work and like my general day to day life, I don't really have much of a social life. So TikTok was, this is the beauty of the internet as well, because it, it's allowed me to fill a void that very much needed to be filled. And mm. I'm doing it in a way that makes it so much, it just breaks down the barriers for me. Right. Because I'm still managing to communicate with people and socialize with people. But doing it to a phone screen takes away all of that anxiety of having to communicate face to face. So it makes it so much easier. What do you think is like nerve wracking when you, um, cause you just, you, as you um, mentioned, uh, there's like a lot of anxiety and so forth when it comes to, you know, being around people and so forth. So mm. what, what do you think generates that or what, why do you think that happens? Is it just in general that you don't do well with a lot of people in a lot of public places kind of a thing? Yeah, I think like a massive part of it is feeling safe as well. Mm. But I'm very guilty. And I always say you should never, ever worry about what people think about you. But I think we're all guilty on some level of having to deal with that. And I worry massively that, oh, my God, people aren't going to like me and people are going to judge me and blah, 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 blah. And I know that's such a bad thing. And I am learning over time to kind of overcome that right but it, it's definitely I worry a lot about people judging me but then like I say when the phone screen's there it kind of takes away you can't see people's kind of like physical reactions or their micro expressions correct correct so it, it, it takes a lot of that away which makes it a lot easier for me would you would it be let me see let me rephrase that um do you, do you, is there something where like, I guess back in the day, you know, when you were growing up, did you kind of feel like people were kind of like, you know, throwing negativity or judging you in the wrong way that might have, um, you know, generated the, the bad energy and the bad anxiety? I, yeah, I did. Like, I'll not go too much into it, but I basically, when I was very, very young, mm -hmm. I kind of, I didn't have the best relationships. Um, which a lot of that anxiety and stuff has stemmed from. And it's taken me, what, how old am I now? I'm 35 now. 
So from being about 13, 14, it took me that many years to kind of get to the point where I am now. Right. And a, a lot of the, like I said, I was very much in like drama and theater and things like that. And they kind of gave me a little bit of a toolbox to kind of help deal with that. Okay. Um, helps with the confidence. And I mean, I, I've always loved a good musical and a good theater production. Oh, Not yeah. necessarily being like center stage, but I did kind of enjoy creating that art, like that creativity and expressing that. I kind of like that. Right. I feel that. So yeah. before, before, you know, TikTok ever was invented and before social media was ever a thing, you know, like, Facebook or Instagram or all that stuff. I mean, you know, what did, you know, what were the things that you did on an everyday basis to kind of just keep you going and keep you motivated or just to keep you busy? I mean, I've got like quite a, I can't tell you exactly what I do for work, but I've got a very intense job that keeps me very, very busy. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, she's a professional ninja. Yeah, professional. I've got so much power in this little finger. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm even scared of it. Shoot, and I'm a third degree black belt in Taekwondo, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm running for I'm running for the hills, folks. This is not just you know for my safety, but for your safety only, too, folks. I'm doing it for it's, y'all. <laughs> it's it's like I'm on TikTok. I'm kind of like leading the fight of the good guys to kind of try and get rid of all of this toxic negative behavior that we see being rewarded right so i'm trying to like lead the fight for the good guys so those ninja skills will come in very handy (laughs) you know we're going to go back a little bit you said that you actually um either liked theater or in musicals or you were involved in it at one point is Mm. that right that's right yeah believe it or not do you remember the um I don't know if it was big in America, but there was a film called Beatrix Potter that came out around about, oh, I can't remember the year, but um, might have been around about 2006-ish, 2005, 2006. Okay. I actually had an audition and I was so close to being the young Beatrix Potter in that film. Um, I had like, I was a member of my local, my school had like an after school drama club that I used to go to. Right. And I was heavily involved with that all through school. Um, but then when I left school, I kind of left it alone and never really went back to it. So TikTok's quite good in that aspect because I get to like pull all of that old passion back and use it a little bit. Right. No, I definitely um I get that because as a person that does, you know, um local film acting and started from like, you know, local theater and stuff like that through um, mm. the education system. I believed that was kind of like, you know, one of the main ingredients that helped me discover doing podcasting. And it gave me the confidence just to go ahead and to do my thing in podcasting. So I'm only guessing in a similar respect that, you know, with, theater and acting and all that stuff and the love for theater and, and musicals. That's what's something, you know, that's a kind of an ingredient that helped you out with um you doing TikToking. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I used to like, I used to sing a little bit. I'm not too good. Like sometimes I'll sing now and again on TikTok, but I'm nowhere near what I used to be. <laughs> mm. 
but I, it also I, 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 I tend to disagree on that one, ma'am. I, I really oh, can't. <laughs> just based on, you know, not even just singing right now, but just speaking to me vocally right now, it's just like, it's so hypnotic, you know, and I'm just thinking, my gosh, if, if she can speak just like that, imagine her, you know, next to a microphone and actually projecting and singing and doing her thing that way. Wow. That she would be knocking everybody dead right now because <laughs> of, you know, what we're hearing. And it's amazing. Kim, you're going to make me blush. You always say the nicest things. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, my philosophy is um, I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. So let's let's be honest here. <laughs> um, that's it. But as well with your voice, Kit, it's like I was saying, your voice is like butter. There's nothing more. When I'm falling asleep and stuff on a night, I love to just like stick your podcast on. And then as soon as my head hit the pit, hits the pillow i'm out in like 10 minutes because wow. it's so common you should you should do like counseling or meditation or something like that because you definitely got the voice for it you know um i have mentioned this before but back in the day um um when i was about to graduate and enter um university um there was a club called the peer counseling club where a lot of people in our um school would try to kind of help others out and kind of uh, for lack of a better term be like a, a student psychiatrist so that we would mm -hmm. help we would help our other fellow students feel um better about themselves in some way mm -hmm. and i do remember helping out a couple of people and they've they said something very similar to the effect that like wow you know the way that you talk to people and the way that you know you project your voice and and so forth it's just you know, it's taking the pain away. And I never really thought about that because, you know, from the person looking from the outside and not looking from the inside, I always thought I, I was too oblivious to see it because, you know, I, I just, I just don't really think of it because it's a, just a normal thing for me. See, I, I can totally see and see you fitting into that role perfectly because it, it's kind of like you've got also like motivational speaking and stuff like that you've got the kind of voice where when you speak people really want to listen and they kind of hang off every word because it, it's just so I can't think of the word I'm looking for but it's definitely that <laughs> I understand that but uh, but on the other side of the coin um many people would say the same thing about you because you know when they come over and see your TikTok videos you know, they they might be in a place before they enter that they might be in a very bad place, that they're very, very depressed or there was something that was going really wrong that just really ruined their day. And the fact that they get to see you, you know, visually and hear you and just, you know, go off of, you know, what you're doing at that point and just you being you, it's it's very magnetic, you know, it's that that's the, the attraction that we get because it's just like, oh my gosh, here's somebody, uh, you know, from the other side of the pond. In this case, for me looking from, you know, Washington, DC, and she's over in County Durham, England, and she's just there and she's so, you know, welcoming and she's giving, and she's like giving a lot of love to people that are either having a bad day or a good day, or if, if there's somebody that really has a bad day, she's going to give a little bit more of that 
that extra love just because that's just how she feels. She's genuinely in that way. And to me, I'm just like, wow, you know, um, if we can just be like maybe 1% of whatever it is that you're doing on TikTok, I think the world would be better off. Like, honestly, then we just wouldn't have all these issues with, you know, foreign wars or like local fights in neighborhoods that, you know, lead up to, you know, dismemberment. I mean, like, that's that's why we're we're in it. You know, we're locked into you. Oh, thanks, Kit. I hope so. I certainly hope so. Because the whole, like I said, the whole reason I started doing the TikTok thing was because on that app there is far too much drama, negativity, poisonous toxicity. Right. And if I can help someone leave with a little bit of a smile or a chuckle or just feeling a little bit better, then my job's done. Because I just want to spread sunshine and rainbows and sprinkle it into someone's day if I can. So if I manage to pull that off, then that makes me very happy. Nice. When did you actually officially um, join TikTok? It was the 28th of May, just gone. So I'm still a newbie, really. I'm still a baby streamer. I've only been doing this. What are we in now? November. So... June, July, August. About six months now. We're, we're pulling up to the six months mark now. Six months? Yeah. <laughs> and you're already at 12.6 thousand followers. Yeah. It's a little bit crazy. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, as the Americans would say, I'm not trying to throw any shade or disrespect. I mean, the fact that you have that many followers, like, again, I'm lucky enough if I can score 12 followers, but <laughs> 12,600, I mean, holy cow, what is, what is the secret sauce that you're using on your culinary plate? Because whatever it is, the ingredients <laughs> that you're throwing on there, it's an incredible dish and everybody wants a piece of that, uh, you know, dish and everybody wants to go in your kitchen and, and, and try, you know, the cooking that you're presenting out to the world. Do you know what I think it is? Honestly, Kim, what's that? I don't think it's, I don't think it's anything that I'm doing. I think it's the little following that I've gained so far. We have regulars like yourself who come in night after night and we've created a safe space for people who can just come hang out, chat. It's filled with positivity. It's supportive. It's loving. And like I say, the, the safe space that we have created is just exactly that. It's a safe space where we can hang out, have fun. We can have a laugh. We're all a little bit crazy. So. Yeah, well, we're all unique in that way. Definitely. I would we've say... No, go ahead. I'm sorry. We've all got similar things in common. And I mean, you, you know what it's like when the chat starts to kick off and stuff. It's such an enjoyable place to be. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I always leave my life feeling 10 times better than before I entered it. So having that lovely little community is definitely key. And I've got a brilliant moderator team as well to help kick out the negativity and the horrible comments and it's just a nice place to be <laughs> i was about to say like with your moderating team i mean you know who is on that team and and what what is it that they do like what is their job as the moderators 
Um, I mean, my the one who kind of manages everything is Nathan, who, if I didn't have him, I honestly don't know what I would do because he takes care of all of my technology and we're best friends in real life. I've known Nathan since I was a teenager and he he was the first person that he ever he he's a gay guy and he's the first person that kind of ever came out to me I was the first person he came out to and we've got such a close unique friendship I don't know what I would do without him mm-hmm. but um we've got Nathan we've got Mark who is a lovely guy from Yorkshire in the UK um he's been with me kind of from me starting the TikTok. Then we've got Dom, who's also in the UK. He's also been a massive supporter. And then we've got Thomas, who's over in the US in, I believe it's Indiana. Okay, yeah, Indiana. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And those guys are just, I can't thank them enough. They make sure the chat is staying that positive, lovely place that we all know. Um, They support me massively. And they just kind of like help out, um, kind of like if anyone needs to be muted or kicked out or put in the naughty corner, as I call it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And they um, help me like kind of pin comments um, when events and things are on. They're my little cheerleaders. They're, they're, they're just fantastic. It's definitely a, a great group of um, great group of guys to, to be a part of your moderating team for sure. Um, 100%, yeah. Has there ever been a point in your, you know, let, let's just say, quote unquote, your TikToking career, air quotes, um, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> you ever dealt with a situation where it really got out of hand and they had to intervene in your behalf? Um, there's, to be honest, a lot of the time, a lot of those types of comments, I don't even see because they're so fast and quick off the mark. Mm-hmm. They're kind of gone before I've even managed to read the comment. So I don't know how they do it, but they're just fantastic. But of course, especially with it being TikTok, there is a lot of trolling, let's say, on that app. Yeah. And I'm on, I'm on a human, and I'm a very, very sensitive little human. <laughs> and there have been a couple of instances where comments have kind of, got to me um and I've come off the app and I've thought what am I doing like do I really want to do this um but the community that I've got there's no way I would ever leave them now after all of the support I've been given I I couldn't leave them and I figured for the sake of that one or two nasty negative comment and troll it's not worth it for the like you said 12,600 people that are in there showing love and showing support, but I'm only human at the end. Sometimes it does get down, get me down and stuff, but it's for every negative comment, there's probably a hundred positive ones. Right. And I think it's human behavior to zone in that one negative comment, but we need to remember that there's those hundred nice, lovely comments and they're what we should be focusing on. Really. Right. Right. For sure. For sure. Mm. When people actually see that, um, you know, there are TikTok personalities that actually go live and do their thing. Uh, the misconception is, is that whenever they go ahead and they go live, 
pretty much anything goes. Um, mm. Is there any truth to that or that's just um, something that we are misinformed? I think, um, I mean, I, I can only really speak for myself, but I've kind of got followers that are 13-year-old girls all the way up to God knows what age, like both men, women. Um, I've got quite a big following in the trans community, the LGBT. And I'm kind of like, I wouldn't say anything goes because I don't want to be, I mean, just imagine that you're a parent of a 13-year-old girl who is constantly watching this TikToker. I would hate to to do anything or say anything where that parent would think, oh, that's not a good role model for my child. I don't want my child watching her. I want to be a positive role model for the. And I've got to keep in mind who my audience is, and I'm trying to cater for all of them. So going back to, sorry, I'm jumping about all over the place here. No, 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 no worries, no worries. You're doing just but, fine. <laughs> but going back to when you were asking if there was anything that kind of happened that got out of hand, um, I noticed the more popular on TikTok that I've gotten, the more clicky it becomes and mm-hmm. you're kind of like you're one of the popular kids or you're not and I've never been one of the popular kids so I'm not going to start now <laughs> right and I noticed because I wasn't joining these agencies and because I wasn't doing these battles and things I started to get mass reported by whoever um and there was a point where one of my live streams was age restricted for whatever reason and that really upset me. And I remember of, that. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of I, people were saying, don't worry if you're age restricted because you can't gift if you're under 18 anyway. But that wasn't good enough for me because I don't do it for the gifts. And like I say, I've got followers that are 13, 14. So I appealed that one. I won it. Good. Thankfully. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm always trying to be mindful of if I was the parent of a 13-year-old girl, would this content be something I would want my son or daughter to look look up to? Or would it be something where I wouldn't want them to watch it kind of thing? Because I want to be a good role model. I want to be someone that can do good and promote good. And Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. But when you did... um... When you did get that, you know, quote unquote, like, you know, warning or whatever, and you were being put on notice, I mean, did you felt like at that time that it was justified or did you think that, okay, there's something going on here that I don't know about. It could be, you know, some hidden agenda or some BS or just some jealousy. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I didn't straight away I I thought it was unfair I thought it was unjustified um okay I don't know kind of what it was because they they were trying to say that my content was um oh what was it sexually explicit or something and at, at no point have I ever I've never tried to be the sexy TikTok girl ever I've always tried to be the weird funny relatable TikTok person Mm-hmm. So straight away I thought, no, that that's not right. Um, and I've seen people on TikTok where they're literally in like bikinis or shorts. Or, but when I'd looked further into it, 
I mean, I'm quite alternative or gothy, whatever it's called these days. Right. And at the time, I was wearing these um, trousers that had like slashes going down the legs. Right. And there was a slash that had exposed some of my thigh. And on TikTok, apparently that was against the community standards at the time. So it right. was deemed as being sexually explicit, which I was like, okay. <laughs> but luckily, like I say, I argued the case and eventually I kind of it went in my favor, luckily. Now, for those yeah. that don't know the, the, the English lingo, allow me to translate. When she, when she has trousers, that means that she has, you know, some like, you know, pants or tight pants and slashers are basically holes around in those pants. So for those that are wondering and they don't and they're going, huh, what is she talking about, folks? Let me let me let me put it down for you so that even a three year old child can understand <laughs> wearing some pants and had holes all around it. It showed a little bit of her leg and thigh, but nothing, you know expose or rated r or rated x but somehow the man actually said no and we know we we we, we got to put a flag on on this because this is this is not uh proper and this is uh you know scantily clad and we at tiktok <laughs> don't like that and then cara just said look um here just grab a cup of coffee sit down in the corner and i'll see you later because this is uh yeah, this is uh, wrong, and this is BS. <laughs> if that if that's accurately translatable to in your opinion, Car, I don't know, but that that that's yeah. I'm just I'm just bringing it breaking it down for the American public that may not understand the, <laughs> the English lingo. You know. Yeah, thanks, Kim. I think because you've been around me long enough now, you kind of understand. Like, I think we're going to adopt you to be like dual citizen. You could, we're going to adopt you up in the northeast of England. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, I, and it's funny because, like, you know, I look, you know, I, I do go into your um lives when I when I can, and you know, and I observe everything, and I I look at the content and. You know, sometimes I just catch myself where like, you know, oh, crap, I just fell asleep and I missed it. But from what I do see, though, you know, at no point in my honest opinion, can I say you're doing anything wrong? I don't think that it's not like, you know, you're um, flashing yourself out to the world and exposing yourself, you know, in that way. Um, although that, you know, that might be for another channel, not TikTok, but <laughs> You're, you're doing everything right. I don't see you breaking any rules or any regulations or doing anything that would make others kind of like think otherwise and go, oh, my gosh, this car person is really out of line. Oh, oh, my goodness. What, what do we do? Oh, do we throw holy water? Do we throw holy water at her and, and, and read pages from the Bible? I, I'm not at that point. I'm just like it's it's not serious guys it's okay it's all right you know she's doing her thing i mean don't get me wrong like I, I fully support any girl or guy that wants to go down that avenue and like make a quid or two doing that sort of content i'm in full support if that's what you want to do right i don't look down on people for doing that but right. for me personally it's not something i personally would want to do myself it's I mean I've had the offers I've had third parties kind of come and say would you be interested in this and every time it's kind of like 
no, I'm sorry, that's not what I'm about. It's not, you know, but like I say, I fully support anyone that wants to do that and has the confidence to go out and do that. But I, I don't think anybody wants to see a 35-year-old weirdo taking her clothes off on the internet. <laughs> Let me just ask you in, in this manner. Um, obviously, you know, you do things that you want to do. Um, you don't really answer to anybody because that's just, you know, the authentic you. That is who you are and what you do. So yeah. how or how do you come up with the plan and how do you come up with you know i guess the, the the influence that helps you make the final decisions on what you do what you put out there for content and etc cetera, etc cetera. i mean a lot of it is just partially my followers and what they want to see um nathan had the great idea of setting up a discord channel um, which is fantastic because now if I'm not live on TikTok, there's another place we can all kind of gather and just chat and chill out and stuff. And there, there's loads of channels on the Discord. Right. Um, one of them we've just recently added is kind of like, what do you want to see? What kind of content would you like to see like going forward? So I do pull a few ideas from that, but a lot of it is kind of just off the hook, kind of doing it as what's the saying I'm looking for <laughs> but just taking it as it comes kind of thing it's it's very random um, right right I, I understand what you're saying that it's just like yeah you know spur of the moment kind of a thing that's the one thanks Kim yeah spur of the moment kind of stuff right you're so basically it's like a form of improvisation yeah that's exactly yeah. right I will say this though and 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 I I and I had to laugh about it because I was just like, oh my gosh, she's, she's going all in, she's locked in. And this was great. And, you know, it's like, you know, when an actor reads for a role and they get this role, they go into character and they read everything and they try to formulate what this character would be like in their minds, you know, when they're portraying this role on, whether it be on local film or, you know, whatever. And uh, I, I got to tell you, yeah, you know, Countess Iraq, I was like, damn, <laughs> wow. Oh, my like, gosh. That I, was I, so I, much I was, fun. I was smiling from ear to ear. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's going for it. this. This is fantastic. Like, if she was seriously about to go into a career in film, <laughs> she got it. She got it. That that was fantastic. I was, I was oh. loving it. You don't understand how fun that was to do. And I wasn't expecting it to be a success. It was kind of one of these things where it was pulling up to Halloween. I, I'd put a vampire costume together and I, I had the fangs and things. And it was just kind of like, okay, we'll, we'll do a character. We'll do, instead of Kara going on TikTok, we'll have a character go on, which also makes it so much easier what I was saying earlier about the confidence because it doesn't feel like it's me up there. It's this character. And, right. oh, man, I just went all in with that. That was so much fun. I had the voice, the costume, and, like, I became Countess Sadak. <laughs> I mean, was that something that you came up by yourself or did uh, was that suggested to you? It was literally uh, 10, 15 minutes before I decided I was going live. I decided, right, I'll do a vampire. And it was totally improv. <laughs> 
and the longer the live stream went on, the more the character kind of developed. And I wasn't expecting it to be so successful. So then I think Countess Iraq is going to be coming back quite a little bit following on from that. And it was so much fun. <laughs> you know, it was, and, and, and again, like, you know, if, if you could have saw like my face, I was like literally smiling from ear to ear. I, 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 I damn near fell off my chair and started laughing and covering my, my <laughs> mouth because I would. I didn't want to wake the neighbors up, but oh my gosh, oh. I, was, I was like, oh, wow, this is again, smashing. I was like, oh, she, she's doing oh, thank it. Oh, <laughs> did, so much fun. Did, did Nathan have any idea about this or he was just as surprised as, uh, as we were? Nathan had the idea that I was going to be going on live in a costume. Correct. But he had no idea there was going to be this full character um, that was going to be completely separate from Kara. Um, and when he saw it, I was getting messages um, through on my phone as I was live streaming, like, oh, my God, Kara, you have to continue with this. This is awesome. I love this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think every, I think the whole consensus, if. If I can say it, I mean, I can, you know, I think we were all just like in awe and we were surprised and we were shocked and, you know, we were tuned in. We, we, just, <laughs> we just couldn't stop. We were just like, oh my gosh, whatever she's doing, we we're paying more attention now because this is, this is, I, I, I want to see where, how far she's going to take it. Oh, definitely. Like, I'm still, I definitely want to bring the Countess back more often. Like, even if we do kind of like once or twice a week, right. I want the Countess to kind of be more involved now because it's so much fun. And it's kind of opening the doors in my mind up to like other avenues and possibilities going down that path with like the characterization, creating characters. And my mind is just kind of going, Phew! right now exploding with ideas and so it, it's definitely opened a few doors up in my mind as to where we can kind of take that now nice nice now some some personalities on tiktok they actually do this and they have a strong following and some of them actually you know do it for the money because this is a thing that you know you you get paid to do this kind of a situation mm. um what what if if anything, is your takes uh, about that thing uh, where, you know, you can make money out of it? Does that apply to you? And if so, or if not, then, you know, how do you, you know, where do you go from there? I mean, I didn't start this whole thing um, doing it for the money. It's I started it to help with my confidence and fill that social life void thing. Right. And I don't knock anybody that does do it for the money because it is very time consuming. Um, like I said, I've got a regular job outside of TikTok. Right. Um, but it would be something I would love to do full time. But obviously it means I'm gonna have to sacrifice. I, I wouldn't be able to do this full time and work, but looking for it's it would be a dream come true if I could do this as my job. Right. But at the same time I've got to be very conscious and smart about it as well because I would hate to think I stopped working or reduced my hours 
and tried to take TikTok full time as a career right. for it then to all flop. And do you know what I mean? I appreciate yeah. every little tiny bit of support, whether that be a gift or whether that be someone following me and tapping the screen. I appreciate it all massively because I didn't expect to get anything from it really. Um, but in the future, it would be like a dream come true if I could do it full time as a career. And I don't knock anybody that does it on TikTok to make the money because, like I said, it is very time consuming. It takes a lot out of you. But it's not the whole, it's not the reason that I do it personally at the moment. At the moment, I just want to create that safe space, spread a little bit of sunshine and rainbows into people's day, and just hang out with you guys because you guys are amazing. What would sway your decision if if somebody said, okay, we really do want you to do this full time? What would there have to be like what certain conditions would there have to be in order for you to say, okay, you want me to do this full time? Um, I'm locked in. Let's do it full time. What what would have to be the ingredients involved in this situation? I think it's I would have to have some level of kind of security. Um, but I don't think TikTok could ever offer you that security. Right. Um, I've been offered to have places in like agencies. Um, I've even had TikTok themselves reach out and say, look, we would love to manage you. The only problem I have with that is whenever you join an agency or even if you're managed by TikTok, one of the requirements is that you have to do these battles that you see on TikTok. Right, yeah. And I've never I've never really been a fan of them because to me, when creators are sat in battles, you're basically just asking people to send you gifts. And that doesn't really sit well with me. If someone's willing to kind of send me a gift, I'm very grateful. I appreciate that kind of thing. But it's not I don't want them sending it because I've asked for it. I would just rather them send it because they want to, if that makes sense. Right, from the kindness so of their own heart. Yeah, so the, right. the whole battle culture has never really appealed to me. I've got this far, so far, on my own without having to do that. And I would feel a little bit like a traitor <laughs> if right. I was to suddenly start um, taking part in the battles and things because I wouldn't want my following either to kind of think, oh, you've changed. Like, I, I just want to be me. I, I, I don't want to <laughs> be sat on TikTok begging people to send me gifts or send me money. It, it's just not, it's not where we started from. And it's certainly not where I want to end up at. For sure. Now, um, going backtracking a little bit, uh, for those that are very unfamiliar with TikTok, um, yes, um, you do have the ability to send gifts to those that are actually doing uh, live TikTok videos and et cetera, et cetera. So for those that may not understand it, Cara, could you just um, fill them in a little bit about uh, what the gift situation is and how that works? So, yeah, so on TikTok, you have the ability, users can use their real life money and they can top up to buy TikTok coins. And you can send gifts from anything from a rose, which costs one TikTok coin, anywhere. I think the most expensive gift on the app is the TikTok universe, I believe. I think, I'm not too, I think it's around about 40,000 coins. Good but um, yeah, 
Um, it doesn't equate to like a coin equals a penny or a cent. I, I can't remember what the conversion rate is, but you, there's hundreds and hundreds of different gifts you can kind of send. Um, alternatively, you can do something I am part of is the subscriber program where you can pay anywhere from, I think it, it, it's around about $6. I know they've got a exclusive deal at the moment where you get the first month discounted, but people can pay you like $6 a month to subscribe to your content where you can get like special perks and things like that. Right. Um, but mainly it's kind of the TikTok gifts that um, other creators and things will, will sit there for hours on end doing absolutely nothing, just staring at their phone screen, asking people to send them TikTok gifts so that they can then convert that into real life money and cash that out later. I'm, there was a time and I, it was fairly recent. I don't know how or why it happened, but during one of your live streams, Somebody sent you a a, a lion, oh and that <laughs> that was a lot of TikTok coin, and you know, and next thing you know, time froze. Still, we were all in oh. shock. You you couldn't say anything for sixty mm -mm. seconds straight, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just sure I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, oh my god, it's the Lion King. <laughs> Somebody oh has come. God, like it's. Oh, I, even now I, I get like a little bit tongue-tied and shocked because that is a, a big, big gift. I think it's like one of the, it's the second largest or something like that on the app you can send. And oh my goodness, like he, the guy who sent it, his name's Toby Butler. He's one of my, he's absolutely amazing. Um, He works out on like the oil rigs and things. Um. My gosh, I, I, totally unexpected, totally broke me. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I, I couldn't speak. I was just so, I think I just said, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Thank you. Oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, for about a minute. <laughs> but it, it's, man, crazy, crazy. No, when I saw that, I, I literally, like, you know, in my head, it was like, it's the circle of life. <laughs> and I'm just like, the song is like going in my head. I'm like, oh my God, what did I just witness? Whole... It's, do you know, it, oh. it, it, it didn't register because I saw in the chat, when you get sent a gift in the chat, it will say so-and-so sent so-and-so. Correct, and yes. I saw, yes. I, I saw Toby sent a lion. And I was thinking like, oh, Toby, Toby's just trying to have a laugh with me and he's typed that out. And then on certain gifts above a certain level, you get like the animation that pops up. Correct. And yes. Yes. I was halfway talking to, I think it was Chris I was talking to, one of the other guys who follows me. And he's recently just been in hospital and he'd lost some muscle off his back. And I oh, was is, that, is, that, is that Cowboy? No, that's um, Chris C.B., I think his name is. Okay. Um. And I was kind of saying, don't worry about it, Chris. Like, you'll get that muscle back. I know you like the gym kind of thing. And halfway through me trying to, like, be nice to Chris, this animation pops up. And I, I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> and I, I just, 
every thought left my head. I couldn't form words or sentences that were coherent. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> it, it was madness. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, and you know me when I'm on live stream. When do I ever get speechless to the point I can't formulate a sentence? It, that, it was, that's that, it's rare. It's very rare. <laughs> it's like you know, like seeing a unicorn in the sky, kind of rare. Yeah, it's it's. I just, oof, even now I, I still can't formulate. I mean, I sent him a message afterwards as well, and I said like, "Oh my God, you do not understand!" Like. <laughs> I'm just so grateful, so thankful. What can I do? Is there anything I can do to repay my thanks? And but Toby's just he's the quiet type. <laughs> you know, and, rec oh. rec recently, um, there was a situation, and we were all witness to it, where you know, um, it's like the 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 like I guess like for a lack of a better term, it's like the top 100 or whatever you know that you that top 100 trending. And then all of a sudden it just, it just got really crazy because we all got locked in and we just started throwing you gifts and you went yeah. from like being like number 99 to like, it, I, and I could only remember, I think that you got up to like the top 40 trending. Yeah. I think it was like the 30, 35, I think it 35, was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. 35. Yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah. And, uh, it's like I don't often compete in event, even if I qualify, I don't often compete in events and things. Um, the only event I ever competed in was if you remember the hide and seek event where it was UK only creators, and I managed to get second in the UK. But on top of that, what people didn't know is I'd been put in the mid-tier league where I should have really only been in the beginner tier, but they put me in the mid-tier and we still managed to climb and get second place in that event as well, which I was absolutely gobsmacked over. It's it's This is what I'm saying, Kim, the support that I've got over such a short amount of time. I don't know what I've done to deserve it. I'm still in disbelief over it all. In the fact that I managed to get 35 on trending recently and second in that hide and seek event, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I really don't know what it is that I'm doing to gain all of this support and loveliness, but I'm just so thankful. And I, I, I don't know what I can say or do to kind of repay me thanks towards everyone but it, it, it's mind-blowing it's absolutely mind-boggling <laughs> this is just my theory and um you know you can correct me if i'm wrong in any way but i feel like when you find somebody in life that is just so loving and just so giving and somebody that's willing to give their energy and reach their hand out to you knowing that you've had that you know that terrible day it's it's kind of easy to kind of follow that because you know we we want to keep that around us for a very long time and the fact that you do that so um you know willingly and without you know wanting to charge admission for for that you know quote unquote service mm -hmm. um i think that's the reason why people 
love you and, and support you in that way. And I think it's because of that, it got you that far in, you know, getting second place and having you being number 35 in the top trending world of TikTok. I mean, that's a lot of street cred that you've just developed there. And, you know, it, I feel like at that point, that reputation is just going to keep going and keep going. And people will be like, wow, it, yes. Okay. Is that person for real? Yes, she is. She is real. Yes. Top 35. Are you in the top 35? Okay. Be quiet because you know, you're, <laughs> you're probably at, you're probably at the one Oh one. I'm at 35. <laughs> Understand this. Oh, thank you, Kim. You're such a sweetheart. But it, it's like, and it does also help me because I do want to give back and things. I do try and give back where I can. Right. Um, I mean, for example, the children in need thing, that opened up a massive door for me to uh, be able to give back. Because um, recently TikTok had these children in need gifts where they had the normal pudsy bear heads you could send for a coin. They had the golden pudsy heads that were, I believe, 10 coins. And you could send these pudsy bear ears that were 200 coins. Now, a portion of the proceeds from those, TikTok paid from directly to children in need. And we managed to, I can't remember how many days it was over, but over a set amount number of days, we managed to raise. $200, I think it was 190 or $200 um, towards children in need. But then in order for me to kind of give back, I said, whatever we we made from the Pudsy Bear ears, I would match it. I wasn't expecting it to be $200, but <laughs> I rounded it up. I couldn't donate in dollars, so I had to donate it. I ended up sending 200 pounds to children in need on oh, wow. top of on top of everything um, that was sent over from the Puddy Bet ears from TikTok side as well. Right. So altogether, it was it was at least $400, um, but it was probably a little bit more because I'd sent the pounds rather than the dollars. Right. And that, that was awesome because that's a charity that's quite close to my heart as well, um, where it's a UK-based charity where – they basically help children who are in need, help ch children in need. <laughs> right, right. It, yeah, it can be anything from children who were living in poverty to children who were sick in hospital fighting awful diseases or children that require support because they're caring for a parent or a sibling. And it kind of helps take a little bit of financial stress and pressure off of those situations so it is one that I feel very strongly about and it was lovely to be able to give back to that as well yeah I remember that and for those that um you know are a big follower of my podcast uh, I did talk about that on um a few episodes ago on episode 19 um Cara is referring to the BBC uh, children in need uh organization and for those yeah. that still want to go ahead and, and check it out and want to learn more about it and or donate, please go to um, www.bccchildreninneed.co.uk for more information. Um, it's a beautiful cause. Um, I have gifted myself, um, Cara, a couple of uh, Pudsy Bear ears because I heard, that, you know, like she said, um, for everyone that you donated to her as a gift, 
um, TikTok would have donated um, a dollar. And I'm all about, you know, organizations and helping out and, you know, charities of that sort. So I just felt like, hey, what's a what's a couple of coins out of my own um, personal account to, you know, help others, you know, get back on track, you know, and, you know, I think that a lot of people um, resonated with that. And then when you actually did one thing where it's like, hey, guess what? My goal is I want to get uh, 25 Budsy Bear ears. Everybody was in line like, okay, let's get two. <laughs> yeah. You were a massive source of support during that as well, Kim. Like, I just want to say thank you because you, you put in a lot of support for that event as well. So I massively appreciate that because, like I said, it's this charity is one that's very close to my heart as well. So I just want to say thank you to you because you were absolutely fantastic during that event. Oh, no, for sure. I mean, you know, it was like it'd be funny because some people would just give you gifts. Um, which you know it it's not bad you know if whatever gift that they want to give you it's great but you yeah. know they would give you other kind of gifts and i'm just thinking well why can't they just give like pudsy bear ear gifts you know i mean it's yeah. it goes to charity i mean guys let's uh you know let's 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 help um you know our fellow human beings out and win one for the team well that's why i was putting them as um every creator can when they go live they can do something called a live goal where they set the gift they would like and how many. So rather than, I mean, I normally do the kissy hearts because I think they're adorable and they're so much fun. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I thought instead of putting the kissy hearts, which were, I think it was only one coin less than the Pudsy Bears, why don't we make the live goal the Pudsy Bear Ears over this period of time? Right. And then whatever is sent, then TikTok the share that they would normally take from me anyway, that's going to be donated to charity. So then why don't I just donate the share that I would normally get and then 100% of that gift will go to charity? And I thought it just made so much more sense than putting something like the Kissy Hearts because it's for a good cause. And yeah, why not? It, it, it doesn't make sense not to really. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When you Now, when you actually participated and you actually made... Uh, your final donation um did um bbc children in need did they contact you in any way like you know giving their gratitude and, and thanks for participating in this in this program in this event and um, they normally because the way i donated was um through the website whereby right it's it's not necessarily anonymous but it's kind of i think it's just a generic one that you get where you get your number and then you get like a message saying thank you for your donation kind of thing right and um, but i haven't had anything specific sent to me yet but we don't know because i believe it runs out i can't remember if it's the 5th or the 11th of november um, where they'll do like a big televised, um, they have like a TV show on in the UK where mm -hmm. they have this massive fundraiser and they televise it and things. And that's normally like the the finale of the children in need. Um, what's it called? Fundraiser for the year. So maybe we'll, we'll see what happens. There's still a little bit of time yet. Right on, right on. Well, knowing that you are doing so well for yourself in the TikTok world and just, you know, helping, you know, people out just, you know, to, to find their smile and to just forget about all the, um, the stress and anxieties and the, and the bad hustles and bustles of their world. 
um when it comes down to it you know what what kind of legacy do you want to leave and to have people know about you when it comes to you know not only just the TikToking world but maybe just Kara as the human being I just want people to be able to look at me and think I'm a good role model first and that it's nice to be nice manners cost nothing but they're worth a fortune right and it's so much it's like especially with the hate comments and things like that I was discussing this with Nathan the other day whereby it takes so much more energy to type out some nasty comment on someone's live or someone's video than it does just to scroll past. There's no need to put so much energy into this nasty, toxic kind of thing that everyone seems to just jump in at the moment. It's If you put that energy and used it for the opposite, the world would be a such nicer place to live in. What kind of nasty uh, messages have uh, people wrote if they have on, you know, your TikTok live or maybe to, you know, to you personally, if, if that ever had happened? I've had people kind of like attacking my appearance or my persona. I get a lot of people. Um, I don't know why, but it seems to be a thing where people ask me if I'm trans. <laughs> now, I think that's something that happens with most people it's a select group of people who go around other people's lives kind of saying that as an insult but I take that quite personally because like I was saying I've got quite a lot of followers in the trans community and I don't want people using that to be a negative thing I want to kind of be inclusive and diverse and I I just don't want people you never understand what people are truly going through off camera. And I don't think they understand that those horrible comments. I mean, I'm okay because I've got a good support network and things. But what if people don't have that support network? What right. if those comments truly hurt someone to the point where they do something that can't be taken back? And kind of like raising that sort of awareness to just stop people from carrying out that sort of behavior because it's, it truly can have life-changing consequences. And I don't think they stop and think. I think often when people portray those kinds of behaviours, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. coming from a deep place of hurt with, or anger within themselves. So I always try and kind of, <laughs> I always say it's a massive win for me if I can have a troll come into my life and start trolling if I can then turn them around to be a friend and a follower that is the biggest win for me (laughs) right like there's one um one follower I have at the moment Stewie um he actually started off as a troll (laughs) he came into my life and tried to troll me and slowly over time I kind of won him round to where he's like one of my regulars now so (laughs) And I put that down as a massive win. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. But you know, going back to what you said, like, let's say for example, all right, just for, for just for the sake of saying it, that let's just say for example, you were trans, or if you were, you know, a lesbian or whatever, that doesn't change who you are as a person. And for somebody to actually say that, that's very tacky and that's very bad in form. Like, okay. 
that's still a person, you know, that's still yeah. a person that is trying to, you know, spread love out to the world and spread, uh, spread positivity. What, you know, where, where am I thinking that this is wrong? Because I don't think it's wrong. And where in the world do you think that this is wrong? So, you know, how dare you have, you know, the gall and, you know, and, you know, the, the, the false sense of security to do such a thing, because, you know, that's, that's inconsiderate. Could not agree with you more, Kim. Like, I'm a member of the LGBTQ umbrella anyway. Um, I just love love. I think it doesn't matter who you love. Love is a beautiful thing. It's a very powerful, strong emotion. And I honestly believe that love will conquer anything. So if you love, so it doesn't matter what gender they are. It doesn't matter what background they come from. Love is love. And you should never try and twist that round to be a negative thing. Because I, I, I don't think love could ever be a negative thing. If, it, if it's a genuine, pure love emotion, it's, I don't know. The, the, there's people in this world, maybe they have a lack of it, which is where that anger and hurt comes from. But it would never be a bad thing for me. Um, if someone was to try and twist that round and use it as a negative, I don't see it as a negative because I love love. <laughs> so. Right, right. I, I hear you. I hear you. So if there was ever a, a, like a thing that you would want to say to those that actually, um, you know, support you for everything that you do, like if you if, if you were in a, if you were in a stage right now and you were on that stage. And there was a sea full of crowd of people that are just, you know, people that, that love you, people that support you and everything. And you, and you're stepping up to the microphone. What do you think that you would say to them? Mainly thank you. And I'd probably say, shall we stick the kettle on and just sit in a circle and have a good old chin wag? And <laughs> there you go. Just appreciation. Like, I don't think there's anything I can say that's going to honestly express how thankful and grateful that I am because it's pulled me out of, I, I was in a very, very dark place prior to TikTok and the support and just friendship and loveliness that people have kind of given me has really pulled me so far from that dark place. And people don't understand how much it's impacted me for the better to have all of this support and love and it's just very very it's very very heartwarming Kim it's very very heartwarming for sure and for sure if I can kind of do what you guys have done for me and kind of turn it around and get into a better place if I can then do that for other people as a thank you then I'm going to do that until I can't do that anymore Nice. I will say going back to what you said about like how you had um when with all those followers, the the twelve the twelve point six thousand followers, you know, which is twelve thousand twelve thousand six hundred, um, and about some of them being um subscribers to your own personal, you know, TikTok uh thing. I gotta tell you, um I, I had no problems in, in, in jumping in ship to the dark side because I, I just felt <laughs> like I just felt like, you know what? This person 
is probably the one person right now that I can totally identify with that that is hitting the mark on every aspect of what I'm searching for in terms of just like being a really cool TikToker that I can just, you know, vibe with and and feed off the energy. And at that point, I was just like, you know what? Let, I got to I got to do it. I I got I got to jump on that boat quick before it's too late because that thing is sailing fa fast. And you know, the further it goes away, I may never get a chance to um you know to subscribe. And um, I have no regrets whatsoever in subscribing. I think I think it's a great thing to support you for what you're doing and and you know the lives that you're touching. Um, you know, if it's only an X amount per month. Hey, I got no problem. I'm not. I'm not thinking of it is that I'm spending. I'm thinking more of it is that I'm investing. Oh, thank you, Kim, and I, I massively appreciate it. It's like I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I can't remember exactly how many followers, uh, sorry, subscribers I've got now. I know it's over twenty five. It's between twenty five and thirty. But um, what I've had to start and do is, oh my god, if you could see my inbox right now. It is absolutely crazy, mental, bursting at the seams. And I've tried from the moment I started, I've tried to get back to every single message I can. But there's there's just physically not enough hours in the day anymore to do that. And especially because, like I say, I've got my job outside of TikTok. I just don't have the time anymore. And the only thing I can think of to kind of like give back to, especially the ones that have subscribed, is I do aim now every single subscriber that sends me a message, I will guarantee I will respond to that message within like a, an appropriate amount of time now. Right. Because if I was to try and reply to every message, it's just physically impossible now. So it's the only thing I can think of, like I say, to kind of give back is I do guarantee I will get back to subscriber messages now. Um, you guys, we have like the subscriber only Discord channel in the Discord. Correct. Um, we've got kind of like if I ever, I don't often open the boxes up on TikTok where like people can join, but if I ever do, it's kind of like a subscriber perk. Um, what was it? And then the super, the emojis, you know, the subscriber emojis. Yes, I've the subscriber emojis. I like the yeah. one where it actually it's your own personal emoji and it, it's a cartoon version of you. Yeah, like I can't take credit for that. Um, Nathan, my top mod, I've got to give him full credit for that because that guy spent so much time organizing, creating, and implementing those sub emojis. Uh, um, like mind blown this guy has such great talent when it comes to things like that right. I don't know what i would do with that but that guy sat there for hours and hours and hours working on these subscriber emojis and the result is just fantastic i, I love them i think they're awesome so boy definitely did good <laughs> yeah for sure and it's like you know into um a few more things i mean it's just amazing how you know, you're literally balancing your time between, you know, your, your, your day life being that, you know, you work a day job yeah. and then, you know, dividing that and then dividing your own personal time to, you know, to, you know, TikTok and just, you know, uh, having 
all your followers and fans just, you know, uh, just go by and you're doing it for them. And it's just so crazy because a lot of people would think, you know, going back that TikTok is just the only thing that you do. Yeah. Although the the realization is, you know, everybody has a day job in some sense. Like I know I have a day job. I do acting. I do podcasting. But I have a day job because it's what kind of you know fuels what I would like to do in the future. Yeah. And I know that's kind of the same thing for you. And I know it's sometimes it's as much as uh, you know time that you love to give to people. You know, you always have to put that reality first. I mean, is it? Is it kind of hard to find the balance between, you know, the re the 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 real world and then the TikTok world? Because I almost feel like there's like um there's almost like a, a demand in a sense. Yeah, I think in all honesty, if I didn't look at TikTok as a hobby or something I wanted to do or something I was passionate about, right, I wouldn't right. be able to do it. But because TikTok is my passion and it is a hobby and it's something that I love doing, it's easier to do. Um, right. I mean, sleep, I've never been good with sleep. I've never had a good relationship with sleep anyway, but <laughs> I'm certainly getting a lot less these days. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, you're, you're, you're basically on the grind, you know, uh, mm. it, at least in my opinion, um, as you know, I don't want to say 24 hours a day, but I almost feel like that's the way that it, it's kind of trending for you. Mm, I mean, luckily, because like I said, I've never had a good relationship with sleep. I've always struggled with it. Right. Luckily, I'm the kind of person that can, it's normal for me and I can totally function perfectly fine on about four or five hours sleep. Four or so, five hours sleep? Whoa. Four or five hours sleep. Yeah, I, I can function perfectly fine. As long as you give me coffee and maybe an energy drink or two, I, I'm fine. <laughs> but I'll, what I'll tend to do is I normally get in from, well, it varies when I get in from my real life job, but normally from about three o'clock to four o'clock, maybe five o'clock. As soon as I come in from work, I'll grab a bite to eat and then I'll go sleep. And then I usually wake up at about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. And then I'll get up, I'll get ready and I'll go live stream and I'll live stream through the night. And then I'll go off to work on the morning as soon as it's ready to do that. And I'm finding that pattern is kind of helping keep things stable and it's manageable at the moment. But in order for me to put more time into TikTok, see, this is where the problem's coming, because in order for me to put more time into TikTok, I need to take the time from somewhere. And it's either got to come from my actual job, the very little sleep I get, or the time I'm already investing into TikTok. Right. So going forward, it's kind of, where am I going to take those extra couple of hours from? <laughs> what, like, okay, so this question is something that I just thought of. Um what are like the 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 uh, reactions that you get sometimes cuz i know sometimes you would uh, mention on discord like hey guys how you doing i hope everyone is well uh, unfortunately today um you know i'm just really feeling really bad you know i'm just really tired so i'm going to um set this one out for today and i will not be on tiktok but you know, we will, you know, do something tomorrow. So don't worry about it. Everything will be fine. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there are some people that, you know, like, what are your, uh, 
what are the consensus? Because I, I can only imagine there are some that understand and they're okay with it. And they're like, oh, well, you know, get, get, get that rest, get, get as much rest as you need. And I'm going to say for the record, I'm one of those people that do, do say, yeah. you know, don't burn the can- candle at both ends. Just take, take the time to recharge the batteries. But then yeah. there might be some people that um, are really um, upset about that. Like, you know, what, what are your opinions about that? I mean, I totally agree. You are always very supportive. You're very caring. You're always trying to look out for my well-being. So thank you for that, first of all. But I always hate sending those types of messages out because I always feel like I'm letting people down and I don't want to let people down. I don't want people to be disappointed. And I mean, for the majority, most of the guys, especially on the Discord, that's kind of like where the majority of our regulars hang out. So I do get quite a lot of support from them. But every now and again, there are a few messages that I get over on TikTok that are kind of like, oh, my God, you're not live. Like, I'm so sad. And it really does pull at my heartstrings. <laughs> and I always do feel really, really bad. But Nathan told me the other night, you've kind of got to look at it where you could go live and you can burn yourself out. But then you could be off for like a week because you're suffering from actual exhaustion. Or you can maybe just take the one night off or two nights off. And Mm. then you're going to be able to continue doing what it is that you love and people are going to get to see you more. And since we had that conversation, it's kind of mm, tweaked my mindset a little bit, whereby I think it's a lot better to just take one night off rather than having to take a whole week off because I'm totally exhausted and can't continue anymore. Well, there's going to be times I think in my opinion that 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 might happen, you know, at at a certain point for whatever reason whether if you're going on, you know, personal holiday or anything of that sort and mm-hmm. you just kind of need to have that that time to yourself to just recharge because yeah. we we rather have Kara at her best, her absolute best than something that's forced, you know, or we just rather have her be in a very good mindset and whatever she needs to do in order to get to that mindset. Okay. Let's give it to her because, you know, she deserves it. I mean, she, she takes time out of her own uh, busy schedule to, you know, do things for us and make us happy and put the happiness out in the world why can't we return the same for her? Yeah. And it's also like, I would never want to do TikTok if it wasn't making me happy anymore. And I don't think I'd ever want to go live if I felt like I had to. I always go live because I want to, and I want to come and hang out with you guys and stuff. And if it got to the point where I was forcing myself to do that, it just wouldn't feel genuine anymore. And I wouldn't want to be because then it becomes like fake right it becomes like 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 a character I suppose and I don't want to do I want to give the genuine Cara and I want to be happy and I want to be loving it and stuff and if it got to the point where I wasn't enjoying it anymore I think you guys will be able to tell that as well sure so yeah I, I, I don't think it would kind of it wouldn't be sustainable to force it it, it has to be genuine it has to be and I, I love hanging about with you guys anyway I love having talks and chats and 
listening to what everyone's been up to and stuff. And I, I just wouldn't want to do that if it was forced and fake. And no one wants to see Kara in a grumpy mood. <laughs> we, no, no, ma'am. Absolutely. <laughs> At that point, I would just run and be like, okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Well, Kara, this is the part of the uh, famous Kim Huang podcast experience show that we are going to play a nice little game called uh, the rapid fire. And what okay. it is, is that I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. It could be true, false. It could be multiple choice. It could be fill in the blank. It could be serious questions. Um, it could be silly questions. Um, like, you know, I'll give you an example. If, um, if Donald Duck was going to fight Mickey Mouse in a boxing match, who do you think would win? And then you could be like, oh, well, I think probably uh, Mickey Mouse could win because, you know, with those big ears, he could hear Donald coming, you know, well, or see Donald Duck with those anger problems, man. I'd put money on Donald. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he, he he came from a military background dressing like a sailor. So so I have to give him credit. Or if I if I asked you, you know, uh, what what tastes better between, you know, um, you know, uh, Chipotle or, or or Taco Bell, you you know, you could probably be like, well, I don't know, Chipotle has, sounds like it has more syllables, so I'm gonna say that. <laughs> or you know, true true false. Uh, uh, we 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 see that there's a lot of white clothing in Kara's uh, personal um, wardrobe collection. Completely false. Not all white. No. <laughs> So are you ready for the uh for the uh rapid fire? Player one, ready. Okay, cool. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we are about to do this. It's uh it's uh, the infamous, you know, rapid fire with just Kara here on the Kim Wang podcast experience. I'm ready. Let's go ahead and do it. Um question number one with the uh primary colors of yellow, blue, and red, my favorite color is red. Oh, okay. Right. Um, what 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 do you prefer, the woods or the beach? Oh, this is so difficult. I've got both near me. Uh, uh for it. No, no beach. Uh, oh, for each or you... beerest. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I'll well, say beach. Okay, okay. I mean, hey, there's no right or wrong answers here. It's <laughs> your feelings. So that's so, so difficult. That's like asking someone to choose between their two children who's their favorite. <laughs> okay, yes. Okay. Um, I, I, I can see where that is going, and that's fine. Okay, <laughs> he, here's a good one for all the, the English sports nerds out there. Um, who did it better, Chelsea or Manchester United? Oh, I mean, I'd say Manchester United. Yes. Sorry for all your Chelsea fans. I got love for y'all, but you know, I, I, it's the red man. It's the red. <laughs> Wayne Rooney is number one. He's God. Okay. Um, favorite Disney animated movie of all time. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, Hercules. <laughs> really? Yeah, I love history. I love, and I'm so into like all of the, I mean, I, I'm pagan myself. 
so I'm so into like the Norse or the Greek or the Roman mythology and stuff. Yeah, Hercules. Now, Although, ladies like, and gentlemen, the reason why she picked Hercules on the reel was that she was she was listening. She's like, I can beat the odds. I can, I can go, go the distance. distance. Oh, no chance, no way. I won't see it. No, no. I love that song. See, but in in a recent poll, you chose Frozen's "Let It Go" as the number one Disney song. I know, right? I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, that song is fire. Don't get me wrong. I love that song. I love the whole message that Frozen sends. Like, you don't need no man. Like, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Hercules very nearly won that. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, here's a here's a good question. You're you're gonna love this one. Out okay. of all out of all the Disney animated movies, which one would you wish? That they would actually take that movie and make rated R. Oh my goodness! Um, I mean, I know they are doing a feature like a live-action Hercules, but a rated R. Um, that's a very good question. I want Frozen rated Beauty R. Beauty and the Oh, that's a very good. Mm-hmm. But maybe Beauty and the Beast could be like. That 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 could be quite gruesome and oops, sorry. Uh but frozen, I quite like the frozen actually. Now the more I think about it, I think I'm inclined to agree with you, Kim. Okay, okay. Who who did it better? Bruce Lee or Brandon Lee? Oh Bruce Lee. He's the OG. I mean, The Crow is amazing, and Brandon Lee is like it's one of my favorite films, The Crow. But it's gotta be Bruce Lee, hasn't it? He's the OG. Well, he, 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 you know, he, 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 he was, he was the first. We'll just say that mm-hmm. he was the first. I will say, I did say this before, and I don't know again if this will get me in the hot seat. But as a martial artist, I believe Bruce Lee was was the better of the two. As an actor, yeah. I really thought that Brandon Lee did better. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Okay. It's- it's unfortunate that Brandon's his life was cut so short. It's, that's really unfortunate. But Bruce Lee didn't he create? Oh, what's it called? He created his own martial art. He did, yeah. yeah Nathan called, taught me about it, but it you was know called, what I'm like. Uh, it was called Jeet Kune Do. Jeet Kune Do. Um, it was uh, derived from a uh, a Chinese kung fu uh, style called Wing Chun. Yeah, and Ip Man. Was his teacher, wasn't he? Have correct. I got that bit right? Yes. Yeah. Correct. Correct. You are absolutely correct. Be like uh, water, my friend. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Give me one of your favorite English actors and one of your famous or favorite English actresses that you like. Ooh. I like. Um, oh, I'm hopeless at where people are from as well. <laughs> I would say I like George Clooney. George Clooney. No, he's not even English, is no, he? No, he's not English. No, no, no. He he's from America. Oh, who from... was it? Sean Connery. Sean Connery. That's Sean Scotland. Connery. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, who've we got? Kiva Knightley. She's British, isn't she? Yes, she is. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like her. And oh, Tom Hardy. Tom. Okay. Hardy. Yeah. There you go. From yeah, from Venom. 
Yeah. Do you know, believe it or not, do you want to hear like a really cool story? Yes, please. You know the guy that, um, that sorry, the girl Tom Hardy is married to? Yes. We went to the same acting college. So if I was like a couple of years later, who knows? Maybe I could have been the next Mrs. Hardy because she starred in, um, they did a, a version of Withering Heights and the actress that plays opposite Tom Hardy in that, mm-hmm. she was actually picked up from the same acting college that I went to. Okay. And that, that's how they met. So okay. if I was a few years later, damn it. <laughs> right, right. Maybe we could have met and been married and starred opposite each other in Withering Heights. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, okay. All but right. she's beautiful. She, she's beautiful. Right on, right on. Okay, so, okay, here's a, here's a good one. What is your favorite genre of movie? Favorite genre? I like comedy, but it's got to be Disney. But I do, I do like a little bit of a comedy. I like to laugh. I'm terrified of horror and scary and gore and gruesome stuff. So I, I go like opposite end of the spectrum. So like Disney or comedy, something to make me smile or laugh. Okay, nice. Um, what? All right. If If you have any music streaming services, what are some music bands and music acts that you listen to uh i don't really have any streaming service but i do like i tend to lean into the alternative side of music so like rock or things like lincoln park papa roach slipknot marilyn manson meatloaf bon jovi um anything like screamy thrashy anything with a wicked bass line but I do have like a very varied style as well. Like I'll even listen to a little bit of country or um, like dance music sometimes if I'm doing the housework. Um, but I tend to lean into like the darker, more mysterious alternative side of things. Okay. Here's a good one. Who did it better? Um now you're this might this might give you a mind scramble here, so I apologize in advance. So <laughs> okay, so who did it better? A the Beatles, mm. B the Rolling Stones, Ooh. C Oasis, Ooh. or let me let me throw in a good one. Or D Bush. Oh, personally, I'd probably say, and this is just personal taste, I would say Oasis, but I can see that there's an argument for the Rolling Stones and the Beatles. Like, I I wouldn't argue if anybody was to choose those, but personally, I would say Oasis. You know what? I don't think there's there's anything wrong with picking Oasis. I think that that was just more for our generation and i think a lot of people definitely uh you know resonated a lot with the music of the gallagher brothers it it was awesome i mean i really wish that they would still be a a music act but uh i I don't see that happening anytime in the near future 
No, there's too much uh, sibling bickering between those two, I think, isn't there? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think so. I, I think it's more I think it's more Noel than Liam, to be honest with you. Yeah. He's a little bit uh off his rocking horse, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd say so, yeah. I'd say so. Uh opinions on fish and chips. Uh a must or overrated? Oh, it's a must. There's nothing better than having a nice flaky piece of fish and some nice crunchy crispy batter with some good old chips. Tomato sauce, salt and vinegar, mwah, lush. <laughs> now, here's a bonus question. Is mushy peas a must with fish and chips? Oh, a lot of people would say yes, but I hate mushy peas. I used to get forced to eat them. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm not a massive fan of peas. If I'm going to have peas, I'd have garden peas. But mushy peas, no, no. <laughs> You're the first English woman ever or English person to to denounce the mushy peas. Oh, good. I know. I told you I was a weird orchid. <laughs> you're, 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 you're definitely going against the grain here. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. What, what I is think... the, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. At least I'm on brand. <laughs> fair. Okay. That's I tend fair. to go against the grain. That's fair. That is fair. Okay, here's another good question. Um, what is the one thing in the in my day that I can't live without that I must have on a daily basis? Coffee. <laughs> coffee. Sure. Okay. Coffee. <laughs> okay. Okay. If there was one, it was if there's a place that you would like to go um internationally that you have never been to, what would be that destination? Oh, totally. Because I feel in my blood, in a past life, I was definitely some sort of shield maiden Viking. I would love to go visit one of the Nordic countries. So like Norway, Finland, Sweden, Amsterdam, somewhere in that vicinity where the Vikings originated from. I would just love to go visit there. Okay. Okay. True or false? Kara is not really much of a sports person. Totally true. <laughs> Kim, I get out of out of breath when I'm running a bath. So <laughs> the only thing that runs on me is my nose when I've got a cold. I am the least sporty person you will ever find. <laughs> so you you don't like you like let's say for example you don't enjoy like a a, a nice little uh, walk around the neighborhood kind of a, a activity. I would maybe like, I don't mind going for like a little walk around the forest or maybe walk along the coastline. Like that, that's okay. That That's doable. But actual organized sports and stuff, I am just so rubbish at. <laughs> I'm useless. Ladies and gentlemen, don't ask Cara to, to participate in a 10K run. Um, no. That, that's that's not happening. No, if you see me running, then you should probably run too, because there's probably something running after me. So. Oh, geez. <laughs> All right. Besides, besides vampires, your favorite um, monster is? Ooh, either a lichen werewolf or a mermaid. Would a mermaid actually be considered a monster? A siren, maybe, because... 
they originated where they would sit on the rocks and sing and they would lure sailors to their doom. Ooh. Not the nicest of creatures. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Yeah. Special challenge. Kara, you do an do your version of an American accent. Go. Okay. Uh oh my god, like totally. Valley. Ah. <laughs> That is a pass. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to <laughs> give you that. That's my impersonation of a valley girl. <laughs> okay. Very good. Very good. Ooh. See, I would, uh, I would, I would do the next one, but I, I think we're going to have to, we're going to have to X that one out because I think that might put you in a cardiac arrest. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one? I was going to be very specific. I was going to say, okay, please do. Uh, a Bostonian accent from the United States. Oh wait, is Boston like a coffee and a hot dog? Um, that's kind of New Yorkish, but yeah, close enough. Coffee and a hot dog. <laughs> you know, that's the closest it, I can do. <laughs> Boston, take take one. Action. Hey, what's going on, man? I don't know what's going on over there, kid. How you doing there? I mean, you know, I was right over there at the Harvard Yard, just kind of chilling on a, you know, on some donkeys there. You know, we're just hanging out, and this fl this flipping retard here, you know, was, I don't know what he's doing. He's going about sixty or seventy miles on the highway. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know the difference between the, you know, the water he drinks over there or the urine that's coming out of his penis. But I got to tell you right now, <laughs> this. This flipping kid's got to go there. I mean, why are you acting like a flipping Bonnie? The oh hell? my god, that's fantastic! <laughs> like seriously, just go ahead, just go over to you know, go over to the to, to the corner store there. Go ahead and get me a six pack of Schlitz, some certs, and some brandy, uh, some coffee brandy over there. You know, chop chop today. And while you're oh at my it, god, that's fantastic! <laughs> why don't you go over to Donkey's over there and get me a a, a fifty pack of uh, of Munchkins? So hey, I'm walking here. I can't do it. You are so good at that. <laughs> hey, you know, stop bothering me. I'm walking here. The hell is yes. going on with you? Yes, Kim. <laughs> special shout out to special shout out to Nathan over there for throwing them wild parties. <laughs> oh, I love it. I think that's fab. <laughs> oh wow. Oh my goodness. Okay. We're going to keep going folks. Cause I feel like this. Wow. I, I, I don't know. This, this is getting pretty hot. You know, we're, 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 the temperature is rising and went from zero to about 30 in about like five seconds. It's getting, it's getting pretty <laughs> hot here folks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So d d believe you and me, it, it, it's, it's happening. It's happening. All right. <laughs> so, um, true or false. Kara cannot drive a car. That's very true. What? I've, I've only ever had one kind of like lesson, if you can call it that, where mm. my dad tried to teach me how to drive and I kept stalling the car. I was so stressed. I mean, he's not the best teacher, to be fair. I ended up totaling the car because he was telling me to slam on the brake and I slammed on the accelerator and went straight into like a 13 foot wall. And yeah, that car was brought off. I've never tried to drive again since Kim. I think it's for the best of the British public if I don't. 
Okay. <laughs> if there was another language that you would uh, love to learn, what language would that be? It's a dead language, so I don't know if it counts, but Latin. Okay. Uh, that that could come in quite quite handy. Okay. I mean, I won't, uh, you know, I'm not going to disqualify that. I mean, I know some people that are just, you know, very eccentric and they would say, you know, well, I already know this language, but I want to know the ancient language of this. And I would just be like, okay, all right. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, like, I'm quite into like, I like studying history and religion and especially like with my pagan roots as well. Mm -hmm. And there'd be quite a lot of texts I would like to personally be able to translate myself to get like the exact meaning behind them. So mm -hmm. Latin would be quite handy for me. True or false? Kara uh, likes drinking and Kara likes smoking cigarettes. Cara does not drink alcohol. Um, I mean, I'm pretty much teetotal at this point. Um, it's not something where I said, right, I, I'm never going to drink ever again kind of thing. It's just something that naturally kind of happened because I'm not out. A lot of people in my kind of like age range, friends, things like that, they're still out at the nightclubs like every weekend kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But because I've got the whole social anxiety thing it's not my scene and i'm crazy enough kim do you really want to add alcohol to this mix <laughs> wow i feel like that's a very dangerous question you just asked yeah <laughs> like maybe i'll have a glass of wine with a special dinner or something like that but it, it's not something i don't miss it or anything either so i don't really drink alcohol um Cigarettes, I I vape and I'm currently trying to stop that because it's very bad for your health and you shouldn't really do it. But I, I'm trying to kind of like stop that. That's going to be one of the New Year's resolutions is to not vape anymore. Mm, mm. What, was it a thing where like you were a former smoker of tobacco at one point and that's what made you transition into vape or you just went into vape automatically? from the start yeah I, I used to smoke cigarettes when I was younger um but I kind of transitioned because I thought rather than just quitting I mean I know people that have just quit cigarettes and things cold turkey and that's awesome but my willpower is hanging on by a thread <laughs> okay with all of the stress of like my actual job and everything else I thought it would be a lot easier if I switched over to the tr to the vape and then if I kind of transition from the vape and wean down with the because you can like get the different strengths of milliliters and stuff if right. I can slowly take it down slowly slowly eventually I want to be able to just not <laughs> do any <laughs> but we're you. getting there we're, we're, we're getting there slowly slowly yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it's it's one step at a time. Um, obviously, for me, you know, I haven't smoked a cigarette since April 27th, 2013. Cool, you. Well yeah. done. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's one of those things that, you know, that was my um, that was my decision. I wanted to do that, you know, and I just wanted to 
improve my health for the better. And um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I don't, I don't regret it. You know, it's, I, I, you know, I made my decision. I was okay with it and, um, and we're good. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like, like we were saying before, because I've got younger followers and stuff. I mean, luckily TikTok doesn't allow you to do vapes and things on live stream, but I don't want any of the younger followers kind of looking at me and knowing or seeing that I do vape and thinking it's a cool thing to do. Uh, like I would totally discourage it because it, it's not cool. It's disgusting habit. And yeah, <laughs> no, don't start. <laughs> right, don't, right. For it's sure. the worst decision you would ever make for yourself. So don't vape. Don't for start sure. vaping. Okay. A few more questions. If, if Kara of today went in a hot tub time machine and actually saw the younger version of herself, then what would Kara of today tell the younger Kara? I would say it's definitely going to get better. And you're doing fine. You're going you're gonna to be fine. You're going to be okay. Don't believe any of the bad things that people tell you because you, you're going to come out the other end and it's going to make you a much stronger, nicer person. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. And don't date the first guy that you meet when you leave school because he's not the one. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> don't shots, run that date, girl. <laughs> shots fired, ladies and gentlemen. Shots fired. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Um, wow. Oh God. I, I, man, I have to, yeah, I'm going to have to take that. Uh, mm. <laughs> wow. You, you, you just, okay. Yeah. Okay. Brutal. <laughs> Look, I'm not mad about it because I believe that, you know, there's going to be something where like, if there was ever a moment where we could go back in time and warn our younger selves about something, we just have to be brutally honest. And I think that yeah. was just you being brutally honest. So yeah. that's, that's fair. Okay. Like he's not the one and your mother is totally right about him. Listen to your mother. <laughs> Damn straight. Damn straight. All, all I got to say is if Carl's mama's actually uh, listening to this, we love you. And thank you. Yeah, for we raising, we, and thank you for raising such a beautiful young woman. Who's, changing the world as we know it you know you you did well oh she she's amazing my mother like she, she's the loveliest lady you could ever have the pleasure of meeting she's so kind and she's so caring and i love my mama i would love to cook asian food <laughs> for her one day mm, she's lovely she makes the best coffee too because <laughs> I'm thinking right now that that uh, that tempura fried monkfish with the uh, with um, the truffled wasabi butter is happening. Oh my gosh, Kim, stop! <laughs> that sounds amazing. Okay, in the mythological world, who do you think would win this fight, the tiger or the dragon? The dragon. He's got fire on his side, doesn't he? And he can fly. Um. There are some dragons that can fly. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, ooh, oh, here, here's a good one. 
Here's a oh god, he is a really big <laughs> Um let's see. In the movie Mulan, when uh there was uh that one soundtrack, um whose heart was actually had to be true in 98 degrees is true to your heart. Oh I don't remember it, Kim. Is this the what? live action? No, this is this is, th this is the animated one. Your heart is true. You don't remember um, the song? Oh, you, you're going to have to help me here. I thought I knew M Mulan so well. Hang on, there's the, there's the one where they're all getting ready for the war, isn't it? In, no, it's, um, the, it's the last song of the movie um, before the credits. It's like, true to your heart. You got to be true to your heart. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember, Kim. Oh, How shocking oh, the, is that? Oh, <laughs> Oh my gosh! How should I claim to be such this massive big Disney fan? How disqualification? <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah, I think I need my Disney membership fully revoked for that. That is shocking. <laughs> I just can't remember. I I can't believe you don't remember the last song of the Mulan uh, cartoon movie. Oh my god! That oh my that was, gosh! That was that was from Ninety Eight Degrees. True to your heart. Oh my gosh! I'm going to have to go and Google this now. <laughs> oh, you might have to go on YouTube and, 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 and listen to it. I think it's going to have to be a requirement, isn't it? Before I'm allowed to go live again, I'm going to have to do <laughs> I'm going to have to go on YouTube and YouTube this. Mm, 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 mm. Well, okay. I'll lose 10 points. <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 here, here, here's the last few couple of questions. If you were to go live right now on TikTok, um, what are the five common gifts that you have received from your followers? Um, I remember that one and the reflection. I don't remember that one though. I'm going to have to YouTube it, Kim. Shocking. Shocking. Oh boy. But going back to this new question, if you were to go on, uh, if you were to go on, TikTok right now, what are the five common gifts that you receive while you're actually streaming live? Um, it would be the rose, um, the kissy hearts, um, the pudsy bear head, the pudsy bear ears, and the tiny diny. Wow. You know, I miss the 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 lightning bolt glasses. Where you know when we buy him, all of a sudden you look like Raiden from Mortal Kombat, and like the lightning is like all in your eyes. <gasps> yeah, the Halloweeny eyes. I am so sad. Like I knew it was coming, and I knew TikTok were gonna take them away from me, but they were my favoriteest gift ever because they they make your eyes glow this green Raiden style. It was so cool. But I think it was only for Halloween. Like, I was going to start a petition to TikTok and say, please don't take them. You cannot give me this and then take it away from me. It is so unfair. Please keep them around. But, yeah, I think they've took them away now, haven't they? Yeah, they did. But random fact, I was the first one to gift you that. You were. You were. I was, oh, it, it was just, yeah. They looked cool, didn't they? Like, I was like looking at it. I was like, what the hell is this? And I was like, you know what? 
I mean, we're going to figure it out somehow. So I might as well be the first one to, to gift it to you, whether if it's good or bad. And my gosh, the, the effects and everything, I, w- I w- my jaw dropped. I was like, oh, my goodness. Do you know what? I didn't even realize that they came with an animation. And then when you sent it and it did that whole cool animation effect, right. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yep. This is going to be the new live goal going forward. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, here's another good music question. Who did it better? Um, Peter Gabriel or Phil Collins? Phil Collins. Ooh. I like a bit of Genesis. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Love a bit of Phil Collins. Genesis was like, I grew up with Genesis. Like, I did too. Yeah, my, my dad used to listen to Genesis like a lot. So between Genesis and Meatloaf, I was kind of raised on that. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. All I have to say is what was it? The um what was that? Oh yeah. This is the world we live in. And these and are the have... hands we're given. Yes. Use them and let's start trying to make it a place worth living in. Do 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 love it. Love it. <laughs> I was like, yes. And I remember the music video because they it was a whole bunch of puppets. Yeah. I was like, oh uh, my gosh, this is fantastic. <laughs> I love oh, wasn't he on the Tarzan? The the Disney Tarzan. Yes, he, he was. Yeah. Too, You'll, You'll be, be in my heart. heart. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay, a few more questions, and here we go. If you were to go ahead and have a dinner where there was a table and you had three available spots, who would you invite to in this dinner? Now, here's the, here's the exception. Um, th- these people could be alive. These people can be deceased. They could be somebody that you know personally. There could be somebody that is... Um, like a, a celebrity or somebody of a important historical, um, you know, figure kind of the situation, but you can okay. only choose three. Who would okay. your three dinner guests be? And I'll give okay. I'll give you an example. Um, my three guests would be: I would invite Bruce Lee. I would Ooh. I would invite um, Michael Jordan, the famous basketball player. Mm-hmm. And I would, um, I would uh, invite Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple. Damn it, he was going to be one of mine. <laughs> you can pick. This is yours, so you can choose whoever you want. That's I'm just okay. giving. You, I'm just. I'm just giving you an example of who I would bring to my my dinner um, guests. Who would you? They're good who, choices. Who They're would good. you? Who would you bring? I would say Steve Jobs as well because I think he's still got a lot to kind of like that we could he could offer the world and he's just a mastermind of technology and stuff so yeah i, I will pick steve jobs too for okay. the other two cleopatra because oh. i'm obsessed um and a personal little bit of a selfish one my gran because my gran was one of the best humans I have ever had the pleasure of knowing. And I would love to have her back just for a dinner. Gran. So Steve, 
Steve Jobs, Cleopatra, and my grandmother. Grant, we just want to say we know you up there. We love you. Our fists are up in the hair for you right now. That's how we love you. Massively. Like my gran, she she was like what you would, I guess you would call her like a white witch. Um, she taught me almost everything I have to know about the pagan religion. Um, I remember as a child and only being maybe six year old or something. And she would take me out in uh, her garden where she had this like grassland um, and we would go underneath a tree and every month on the full moon she would put a 50 pence piece in the palm of my hand while we were in our night dresses barefoot on the grass and we would have to show this silver to the full moon in order to bring us luck mm-hmm. so <laughs> that is one of the earliest memories I have like just in general would be of my gran in us in our night dresses barefoot on the grass showing these 50 pence silver pieces to the moon. She, she was a wonderful soul. Bless her. Mm. Bless her. If there was a room full of um, all the people in the world that knew you, that showed you nothing but negativity and, and, and hate and jealousy towards you, if you can step up to that microphone and address them right now, what would you tell each and every one of them? I'd say I love you. <laughs> I'd do the whole kind of thing where like if you show them love and stuff, maybe they'll come round. Because a lot of the time I think hatred and anger, like I say, I think it comes from a place down inside where you've got a lot of pain and anger within yourself. So if you kind of show them love and that whole thing, what is it they say? Kill them with kindness. Right. You, yes. Yes. You show them love then hopefully that will take on and be contagious rather than their hate kind of making me hateful. I would try and get my love to make them more loving. (laughs) Okay. Did Jackie Chan really do all of his stunts or is that a real myth? I think he did. I think he did. Like he, he ended up with a lot of injuries, didn't he? And he's such a good actor, but I, th- I think he did. Because I remember, if I remember rightly, he was on the Graham Norton show once in the UK. And he was explaining how, like, he came from nothing. And I believe, like, because he came from nothing, he did start off doing all of those dangerous stunts and stuff to try and get somewhere. So I, I believe him. I, th- I think there's truth to it. Okay. Okay. Two more questions, and I think that we will, as we say in the business, call it a wrap. Um, okay. Question number one. Um, what is something that Kara can cook in the kitchen that is so fail-safe that she can make it without any problem every time? Okay, so I can do a, I can do a good, what we have over here, we call like a Sunday's dinner, like a roast dinner. I can do that pretty good, but my personal favorite is I do a twist and it's kind of like an amalgamation of a lasagna and a pepperoni pizza. So it's a cheesy pepperoni lasagna. And instead of having like the marinara sauce on the mince, I do like a pizza sauce. Um, So there's like lots of basil, coriander, not coriander, um, why is it oregano sorry um 
tomatoes so it's like a pizza sauce and then instead of the bechamel sauce I do like a cheesy garlic sauce and I put little pizza pieces of pepperoni on it as well and lots of cheese and garlic oh Kim it is lovely I'd love to cook it for you once it's mm, lush <laughs> it sounds so good it's got like all of the flavors of a pepperoni pizza with a lasagna and like I say, you, you still have the mince, and, but it's done in like a pizza sauce. And instead of bechamel, it's the cheesy garlic. And then, <coughs> excuse me, and then you've got like the lasagna sheets, but then you sprinkle in little pieces of pepperoni. And oh my gosh, it's delicious. Wow. Okay. Okay. It's my favorite. That's my comfort food. Um, I am. Wow. That's. <laughs> That that that's all I got to say is yeah. Um, that or, or a Sunday roast. I, I can do a Sunday roast pretty well. Okay, true or false? Um, Tara does not have any other social media besides TikTok. If so, or if not, please explain. Uh, I kind of had a social media wipeout a few years ago where I got rid of everything. Um, there was one point, the only phone I had was kind of like my work phone. I didn't even have a personal phone. Um, I got rid of everything. And it's something I think everyone should do at some point because it does so much good for your mental health and helps you to be present. Um, but because of that, the only social media that I've got now is I've got the TikTok. And I've got the Discord channel. But apart from that, I don't have any Facebook. I don't have any Snapchat, any Instagram, nothing like that. It's literally only the TikTok and the Discord now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I would say that you did the rapid fire very well. Um, I was quite shocked because, you know, there was there was some questions I threw in there that were uh, a couple of ringers that we would say. It definitely. It definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, stunned you for a bit but you you yeah. handled it you handled it very well you you did very well i'm very happy uh for what you know the way that it came out and so forth um so at this point uh this is where um i usually let the guests just go ahead and do their thing and say what they want to say if they have anything you know on their minds if they have you know any special events that are going to come on later on in life that you want to just kind of like, uh, you know, announce and you want to go ahead and let people know about it. Or, you know, if you want to talk about, you know, uh, whatever social media that you have, although we already addressed it, I'm just going to give this moment to you to address the public and to say what you want to say, because this moment is now yours. Well, I just want to say thank you, Kim, because I think what you're doing, this podcast is amazing. Like I said, I think your voice is like butter. I think everyone needs to come check it out because it's just wicked. But yeah, my, my main thing, I just want to kind of make the world a happier, more positive, loving place. And if anyone wants to join me, come and give me a follow on TikTok just Cara one and yeah just be kind to each other be kind to yourself as well and I just want to keep spreading that positive vibe about man there's sunshine and rainbows in people's life and if you're about that then come and hang out with us on TikTok it'll be fun 
Carl, I just want to say that, you know, this was a long time in the making, and I am very glad that we had this opportunity to to just go ahead and to do it, just to go ahead and sit down on the proverbial table and just, you know, and have this great, you know, talk and discussion. Um, I think that you have opened a, a lot of eyes and opened a lot of ears um, in what you're doing with TikTok. And, you know, whenever this is playing, uh, you know, by this as well. Um, I just hope that you continue to keep on doing what you're doing because it is making that much of a, a positive impact in the world. Um, please continue to keep doing what you're doing. And, um, you know, we have nothing but, you know, the, the biggest amount of love and respect for you as a person and as, you know, a TikToker. And, um, you know, you have an open invitation if you ever want to, you know, as we say in the United States, if you want to run it back, if you want to do this again, um, I'm going to give you a skeleton key to the back door. You can open it, you can use it, and then you can just say, I got something to say. And I'll be like, okay, let, let's make it happen. So you have an open invite. Well, this has been so much fun. I've had so much fun. It was so exciting. I would love to come back again, Kim. I would love to. But yes, definitely. 100%. I'm just so thankful and grateful for like you and everyone else that's supporting me at the moment and i've just got nothing but mad love and respect for you kim oh gorsh <laughs> <laughs> but it's been lovely and i certainly would like to do this again in the future oh yep <laughs> <laughs> Wow, folks, on that great note, this is how we end it because, you know, all good things come to those that, you know, that wait and all good things come to an end, unfortunately. So let's go ahead and go for it. You would think after two seasons, I would get this down. No. So here it goes. If you want to find me, go ahead and find me on Facebook. Just go under the search box and put in the Kim Huang podcast experience. Come and find me, you know, add me and all that good stuff. And, you know, that there you go. Um, your boy is on not one, but two social media outlets. He is on uh, Instagram and he is on X, formerly known as Twitter. You can find me at TKHPC Experience, all in one word, all lowercase letters. You know, add me. I'll add you back. We can do some proper correspondence and, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I am on not one, not two, not three, not four, but five five podcast platforms i am on spotify i am on spotify for podcasters i'm on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and on amazon music now do your boy a favor if you have spotify please give me a five-star review um the reason behind that is that if the more five-star reviews i get or rankings that i get then this podcast is going to go right to the top of the class and people will notice it and be like hey Got to go ahead and uh, subscribe to it. Yes, do that. If you've got Apple Podcasts, do the same thing. Give me a five-star ranking and a positive written review because like, you know, Spotify, if you give me more of that, we'll go right to the head of the class. So like the podcast, subscribe to it on all of its platforms. And you know what? Do it old school. Tell your friends, you know, by any means, whether if it's in person or, you know, on social media. Get your boy out there. I appreciate it. And last but not least, email guy, whether if you want to be a special guest, 
if you want to be a special guest host or if you have construction criticism and you want to say something like, I think your podcast is great or I think your podcast needs improvement, please tell me why. Email me. That's the way to do it. The Kim Huang Podcast Experience at gmail.com. Whatever the subject matter is, put it on the subject box. Whatever you want to explain on that body, just go ahead and do it. You know, I, 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 I take it all. I love reading emails. I'll get back to you within 24 hours. Last but not least, guys, I just want to say thank you so much for, for the love and support. I really do appreciate it. Um, uh, I do this not only because I love this as a creative medium, but I do it for you guys. And, you know, I wouldn't have any other reason other than you guys because you guys are the motivation. You guys are the fuel. And, um, you know, as long as you want me to keep going and doing it, I will do it. I will do it not for myself but for every one of you guys. So please be safe out there. Do the right things in life. Um, don't do anything that you're going to regret because, you know, it doesn't do me any good if I see you in a pine box and get buried six feet under. And, you know, I don't want that. And you don't want that. And none of them want that. Why? Because we want to see you succeed. We want to see you do well. We love you. We think that you're worth it. And damn it, you know, why not? You know, you, if, you, if you think that you deserve the good things in life, then you know what? It's coming your way. Don't be that guy. You know what I mean? Do good things. So for the one time, for the one time, this is your boy, Kim Huang, the Asian sensation, coming from the Asian sensation studio saying, arigato. We will do it again. God bless you. Peace. <laughs>